Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on, hang on. That is a great cup of coffee. And once again this week, it came out of my brand new Keurig machine because uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Coffee of the Month, showed up again. Uh, this was a Christmas gift from my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. Every month, I receive 12 of these um, curd cups from the Black Rifle Coffee Company, and these just showed up the other day. And uh, this week's, not this week's, this month's brew is uh, Thin Blue Lime. Boy, this is terrific. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And I brewed it strong because the new curd machine has that option. It's got a strong button. You hit that and you can strengthen the brew for a 12, 10, or 8 ounce cup. I went with a 10 ounce cup this morning. I'm using my Captain's Choice coffee mug. Thanks again to viewer Alex Lopez. Alex, thank you very, very much. And this fit in very nicely in the curd machine. I was thinking maybe it was going to be too tall, but no, it fit right in there very, very well. I didn't even have to remove that little that little uh, platform. Uh, sometimes you have to remove that little platform on the bottom to uh, accommodate a larger, taller travel mug, that sort of thing. No, this fit in there very, very well. Brewed up 10 ounces of a very strong cup of coffee. Very delightful. Really a terrific, terrific flavor. Check it out. Thin Blue Line from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, hang on one minute. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's really, really very, very good. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning, as we like to say in the show. A good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. So how are you this morning? Great to see you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. We have got a great show this morning. Really, really terrific. Before cameras rolled, I had a great shave. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic shave. I've got a uh, great cup of coffee this morning. I hope you had a great shave. I hope you're enjoying a great cup of coffee. Maybe you haven't shaved yet. Maybe you're delaying your shave uh, or delaying the gratification of a shave because you want to check out some of the some of uh, what we're talking about uh, this morning in the way of shave tips or new wet shave gear, that sort of thing. Don't worry, we've got you covered. We've got a great, great show. We got some great shaving tips this morning. We have got some great, great items in new wet shaving gear. Absolutely wonderful stuff. I know I say it. I know I say it every week, but <laughs> but this week we have got some great, great stuff. Uh, we have a new contribution to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. That also ties into new wet shaving gear, as you will soon see. Uh, so that's really great. Great refill comments. We got some great questions and comments. Hey, we even have some shave den visits this morning. So yeah, I am really, really looking forward to uh, this morning's show. So as I say, grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving. Uh, and a few other things, and let's kick this morning's show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer John Thompson, who also goes by Doug. 
So uh, thanks very much for the shaving tip, John slash Doug. <laughs> really do appreciate it. Anyhow, John writes, good afternoon, Mark. Trust all as well. Enjoyed last Monday's 3MB. A lot of good, useful info as usual. Well, uh, thanks very much for that, John. I really do appreciate it. But all credit to the viewers out there. They really contribute a lot of great information and they make this show possible. So my thanks to all the viewers out there. Uh, John slash Doug <laughs> continues here. Thought of a shaving tip that I heard on Paul Harvey several years ago you might like. Primarily deals with cartridge razors, but I think you could use them with any blade. When done shaving, after the blade is rinsed off, rinse it again in a small jar of rubbing alcohol. This helps to dry the blade quickly, thus helping the blade stay sharper longer, cutting down on the oxidation which affects the blade's sharpness. I have used this process for several years with good results. Looking forward to next week's show. Thank you for all your hard work. It is greatly appreciated. Doug Thompson, also known as John. <laughs> John Thompson. John slash Doug. Thanks very much for a great tip. Really, really do appreciate it. I have seen this discussed here and there on wet shaving forums. It's an absolutely great tip. A lot of wet shavers use this. They will rinse their blade in rubbing alcohol, dip it or in a jar, however they do it. And it helps the blade to dry, helps dry the blade more quickly. And yeah, I guess they stay a little sharper longer uh, for that next shave. So yeah, a really, really helpful tip. So thanks very much again for that, Doug, also known as John. John, also known as Doug. Really do appreciate it. And for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please uh, email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just email me a shaving tip. Email that tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning shaving tip on the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So, John also known as Doug. <laughs> Thanks very much for the shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer John Kaczynski. And John writes, Hi, Mark. I have a tip that you might be able to use as well as a funny story. If you ever decide to map your beard, here's a little tip I learned. Take a credit card and lightly rub the edge across your face. When the card moves against the grain, you will feel light resistance and a very audible feedback. Some people even go as far as drawing a diagram of the grain of their beard to help them remember and assist them while shaving. I imagine knowing the grain of your beard would be especially helpful to those using a straight razor. You know, this is a really, really good tip because my understanding of mapping a beard involves letting your beard grow out for, say, two or three days, four days, and actually looking at it visually and seeing which direction that whisker is growing in and then mapping it, you know, after that visual inspection. Your method uh, cuts down on this. Uh, one day's worth of growth uh, and running that credit card across your face will really help speed up the process in mapping the beard. You just feel that little bit of resistance and get that audible feedback, and then you know which way that whisker is growing. 
Uh, absolutely fantastic. Thanks very much for this, John. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, and he continues here. Here's a funny anecdote. My daughter, son-in-law, and grandson were recently in town and staying with us for a few days. One day I came home from work and my wife told me that my son-in-law came out of the bathroom after showering and he was shivering. He asked her, what is that soap? Apparently he saw a black bar of soap and thought, oh cool, charcoal soap. Uh, it was my mentholated cube 2.0 laugh out loud. <laughs> Feel free to use either or both of these. As always, I appreciate and enjoy your channel. Best regards, John Kaczynski. That's a funny story. <laughs> now, we shared this in uh, last week's Second Cup, and it just is uh, a really a great tip and a funny anecdote. I wanted to share it again this morning on uh, the Monday Morning Mailbag in case you weren't able to tune into the podcast. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a funny story, and I can understand why using the Cube 2.0 mentholated probably gave him uh, a very, very cool feeling. Yes, absolutely. But he's half right because there is activated charcoal in the Cube 2.0. And as I pointed out in the podcast, and I'll repeat here again, I love the mentholated Cube 2.0, uh, so much so that I'm always reaching for it. I have some other cubes with... Uh, uh, some, some other scents. I also have a non-mentholated cube with activated charcoal, but I'm always reaching for that mentholated cube 2.0. Even when it gets low and I have a brand new non-mentholated cube, I'm always ordering another mentholated cube 2.0. I like it a lot. It is absolutely terrific. And uh, it really just you know gives a nice kick to the shave and also great with a hot towel. I'll wash my face with the mentholated cube 2.0, uh, and then I'll leave a little bit. You know, after rinsing, you'll have that little residual menthol there on the face. And then when I apply a hot towel, it really, really feels great. Absolutely. But anyhow, John, thanks very much for the shaving tip, the extra shaving tip this morning, and a really, really humorous story. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an extra, extra shaving tip, and it comes from viewer Paul DeJardin. Now, we shared Paul's tip on a recent Second Cup podcast, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, and it bears repeating here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Paul wrote, Hello again, Mark. I'm not too sure if I've mentioned to you about using a hair conditioner as a pre-shave, but I really do need to tell you about this tip. I now use a bottle of conditioner with a pump dispenser as my pre-shave. Rub the conditioner in well, then lather as usual you'll find the blade just glides over your face like oil on ice. Because all you need is a dime's worth, you can easily reapply between passes. In the end, you have a BBS shave with no irritation. Plus, the conditioner seems to act like a skin moisturizer, leaving your face soft and without any drying or irritation. As usual, take care. Paul. Hey, Paul, thanks very, very much for this shaving tip. I asked Paul what brand of conditioner he was using. Uh, the brand that he uses is called Native, N-A-T-I-V-E. You can get it on Amazon. They have a variety of scents. I believe Paul uses cucumber and mint. They also have coconut and vanilla, uh, citrus and herbal musk, that sort of thing. We'll link to the Native store and some of these conditioners below in the description so you can check it out. But I'm sure any good top shelf conditioner will work. Uh, and it's an absolutely great tip, especially 
uh, pointing out that uh, a pump dispenser is really, really very, very useful. That way you can just, you know, pump a little bit in your, in your hands, apply it, lather, and then shave. And then, as he mentioned, you know, uh, a reapply in between passes. Absolutely brilliant. So this is something I'm going to try as well. I'm going to look for a really, really good conditioner with a nice, nice scent. Uh, maybe something that'll complement some of the shaving soaps I have. Maybe unscented will uh, will work as well. Uh, regardless, I'm going to definitely check it out using a conditioner as a pre-shave. So thanks very much for passing this along, Paul. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a couple of Shave Den visits this morning, Shave Den visits of sorts. Uh, the first visit comes from viewer Tim Whitcup. This is a combination Shave Den visit and Shave Tip uh, because Tim is showing us what he uses in his Shave Den in regards to razor blades. Well, I'll let him explain. He wrote here, uh, this may be a Shave Tip. I've always done this. For me, it's convenience. I dump my blades into this container and I just grab one. I don't know why I've never showed you this. You can use as a shave tip if you want. I already got a signed picture. <laughs> Thanks very much for this, uh, Tim. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, that's really, really neat. I'll bet a lot of other wet shavers do the same. They probably have a container where they're just dumping all their blades in. And then it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, reaching in and pulling out a blade and kind of surprising yourself with whatever blade you're going to use for that morning shave. That's a really, really neat shave tip, but also something that I think a lot of viewers probably incorporate into their own shave dens, uh, which is why we're talking about it here in the shave den segment. So thanks very much for that, Tim. Really, really do appreciate it. That's really, really neat. Hey, folks, comment below and let us know if you do something similar. If you have a container or a bowl where you place all your razor blades and in the morning you're just reaching in and grabbing one and whatever one comes out, that's the one you're going to use. <laughs> that's kind of neat. Uh, you know, kind of like you're surprising yourself with whatever blade you're going to use that morning. That's absolutely fantastic. Thanks again, Tim. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, this next Shave Den visit of sorts comes from Tim Netland. And I saw Tim's post on the Shave Dad Facebook group. And Tim shared a photograph and he wrote, uh, Yard Sale Find, Old Spice Shave Mug found at Yard Sale in Northwest Minnesota. He, the seller, says he had more of them, just needs to find them. Wow, that is a really, really beautiful shave mug, a vintage Old Spice Shave Mug, absolutely beautiful. And I contacted Tim and Wanted to know if I could use this on the Monday morning mailbag. He said, absolutely. And he wrote back and he shared some other photos. And he said, I think I've only paid over $10 for a razor once. And I paid $20 for a Collins round razor. And that's the only razor I have even sold. Given away many to family and friends and a few shave groups. Uh, and he says he just frequents yard sales, estate sales, auction sales, and he comes away with some great, great shaving gear, as he shared in this photo. And he wrote, this was a couple years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. What an absolutely fantastic haul of wet shaving gear. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, he also continues here, favorite finds for $20 total includes a rhodium-plated Gillette Executive. 
My gosh, I believe that's the third razor in this photo from left to right. That's a rhodium-plated Gillette executive, and he got all of those for $20. That's absolutely fantastic. The point is, folks, these deals are out there. You can come across some real treasures at yard sales, estate sales, auctions, that sort of thing. Absolutely fantastic. And Tim uh, proves it right here with all the stuff that he's been able to find uh, just by going to yard sales and estate sales and that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, he also added this. How about a Zep straight razor for $5 with case? I know nothing about it. Just thought it was cool. Wow. Hey, if you know anything about the Zep straight razor, please comment below and let us know. Tim was able to get this for $5. That's absolutely great. Really, really, really neat. And that's this week's Shave Den visit with a couple of great Tims this week. Tim Whitcup and Tim Netland. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. All you have to do is go up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of these podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Again, simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as the Second Cup podcast, will come right up. Both are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, we have an update this week on the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. As many of you know, the channel is approaching 10,000 subscribers. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're doing a giveaway. We just went over the 9,700 subscriber mark, so we got less than 300 to go before we reach that 10,000 subscriber mark. Again, when we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're doing a giveaway, and the giveaway is being made possible due to the very generous contributions of a lot of viewers out there. My sincere thanks to all of them. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a new contribution this week to the prize package pool, and it comes from the folks at Vikings Blade. Now, as many of you know, the Vikings Blade Chieftain is one of my favorite razors. This was the razor that helped me come back to the traditional wet shave, and the folks at Vikings Blade really supported this channel early on. So my, my deep, sincere thanks and appreciation to them. Well, here it is. It just arrived the other day, and we're going to go ahead and do an unboxing. I'm going to show you what they sent along for the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Here it is right here. And here it is. Da -da 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 -da. Right here. Here it is right here. This is the brand new Vikings Blade Chieftain Obsidian Black Rose Gold Edition. This is the Odin Edition right here in Obsidian Black and Rose Gold. How about that? Let's open this up. Brand spanking new. How about that? The Odin right there. This is the new design that viewer uh, Eduardo Martinez was telling us about in a recent Monday morning mailbag. I contacted Vikings Blade and I found out from a gentleman there named Robert, who I've talked to many times, he said, yes, <laughs> it kind of leaked out. They were kind of, uh, kind of, uh, I guess, uh, kind of 
just rolling it out slowly or kind of just trying it out. However it was, he said, yeah, it leaked out. But these are all brand new designs to the Vikings Blade Chieftain Razors. Look at this right here. Absolutely beautiful. Here it is right here. Look at that. It has a little more compact head. It has more heft and weight to it. It is absolutely beautiful. This is rose gold and obsidian. How about that? Absolutely beautiful. Of course, you get a... Uh, a really nice travel case. You get five uh, Vikings blade mild razor blades in there, plus a mirror. Really, really terrific. You also get an instruction card right here uh, regarding the traditional wet shave and the razor and that sort of thing. Absolutely beautiful. So this is going into the 10,000 subscriber prize package pool. My sincere thanks to everyone at Vikings Blade. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the update to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway and new wet shaving gear are kind of connected. So yeah, stay tuned because we're going to talk more about the Vikings Blade Razors. I wanted to share this with you. This is brand new. Uh, as you saw, unboxing. This is going into the prize package pool right here. Absolutely beautiful. The Vikings Blade Chieftain Odin going into the prize package pool. My thanks to Robert and everyone at Vikings Blade for uh, contributing this to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. And we've got so much wet shaving gear items that there is going to be a first prize, a second prize, a third prize, that sort of thing. It's going to take me a little, little, little time to organize everything into prize packages, but uh, believe me, each one is going to be spectacular. Uh, because of the very, very generous contributions from viewers. So having said that, my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation go out to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, everyone at Pretech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. Thank you very, very much. They are making this 10,000 subscriber giveaway possible. Thank you very, very much. And again, my sincere thanks to all the viewers out there for viewing, commenting, subscribing, sharing. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, this channel exists because of your viewership. Thank you very, very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that's a terrific, terrific cup of coffee. Again, from uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Thin Blue Line. Uh, this is a coffee of the month that I get every month. This was a gift, a Christmas gift that I got from my uh, nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. Every month, I get a, a little container here of 12 Keurig cups from Black Rifle Coffee Company. And every month, it's a different roast. <laughs> really, really terrific. This month's roast is Thin Blue Line. Really, really enjoyable cup of coffee. And again, if you're looking for a gift for the coffee lover in your life, for the wet shaver in your life, check out the Coffee of the Month from Black Rifle Coffee Company. I'm really loving this, and, and I think this might be the August offering, I think, I think, 
<laughs> if that's the case, September, October, November, I got four more left and that's it. <laughs> and I have enjoyed this all year long. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. This arrived a couple days ago. And again, I think this might be the August offering. I think, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. So uh, really, really enjoying it. Black Rifle Coffee Company, Thin Blue Line. Coffee of the Month. Uh, check it out from uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Really, really do enjoy it. And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I got my Captain's Choice coffee mug here. Again, the new Kurg machine is fantastic. This fit right in there. Didn't have to remove that stand at all, the, 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 the pedestal. I uh, didn't have to remove that at all, and it just fit in there very, very nicely, and it brewed another wonderful cup of coffee. So, um, yeah, gosh, just a great way to start the refill segment with a nice refill of coffee. So let's get going with the refill segment. Here's something from Jason who wrote, I'm learning through muscle memory that each razor and or blade combo has its own touch and feel to the shaving experience. That will change your technique. Yeah, I think this is fairly true. You know, heavier razors, you're going to have a little bit of a, diff a different technique. Lighter razors, say aluminum razors, are going to have a little different feel as well. Although I think in each case, whether it's heavy or light, still the razor does all the work. And I found that a lot of aluminum razors out there that are lightweight, still that razor head does the work. Uh, you don't have to press anything like that. Really is remarkable. You, you let, in each instance, whether it's heavy or light, I have found you just let the razor do all the work. And some aluminum razors, or the aluminum razors I've used, let me put it that way, uh, the razor does all the work. It's really, really amazing. But yeah, you do have to change up your technique a little bit to accommodate for a heavier weighted razor versus a lighter weighted razor. I, I agree with that, Jason. Uh, folks, comment below. Let us know what you think about changing up technique with Heavier, heavier weighted razors and lighter, lighter weighted razors. Let us know in the comments below what your experience has been. So Jason, thanks very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Hey, uh, speaking of aluminum razors, we got this from uh, viewer physics 072. And again, my apologies, YouTube is using screen names. They're not using real names. I wish they would go back to real names, uh, but they're using screen names again, and I, I really don't like that. They did this once before, and then they changed it back, and now it's back to screen names. So my apologies. If I don't get your name correct, your real name, I'm going from the comments section and looking at what the screen name is. Uh, sometimes I can go back into email and find your real name, but sometimes it just gets buried in the email. So my apologies. But anyhow, Physics072 wrote... Uh, about the Henson razor, the, the Henson razor. They don't make a mild, they make an aluminum 13, an AL13 and an AL13M for medium or more aggressive. So what are you uh, calling mild might be the more aggressive model. Uh, you know what, my apologies Physics 072 because I'm referring to the two Henson razors that I have. I got these just as the Henson razor was being launched and they offered a mild version, which is here, my red one here, and a medium version, which is the blue one here, which is more aggressive. Uh, and that's the way they categorized them. They just recently rebranded them because they went through a, a little bit of a design change. For instance, my Henson razors have uh, sharp corners here on the uh, base plate. And they went ahead and rounded those off. And they also did some other tweaks to the overall design. Basically, the same razor. But they re you're correct. They rebranded it as AL. 
13 and AL13M for medium. So I would think that the AL13M is equivalent to my medium here, my original medium. And the AL13 is equivalent to the original Henson mild that I have here. Now, uh, another little note here is when I originally bought these, I wanted the color scheme to be the other way around. I wanted the the medium or more aggressive Henson razor to be in red, and I wanted the mild Henson razor to be in blue. And at the time I was ordering them, uh, they didn't have, they were limited in in the colors. Their blue was not available for the mild, and I had to settle for blue in the medium. So that was the way it worked out for me. So, you know, the all the colors that they advertised at the time I ordered were not available. I would have preferred to have gone with blue for mild and uh, red for medium or the more aggressive. Uh, so for me, it's the other way around. I have, to re- <laughs> I have to remember that that when I'm using the red, I'm actually using the milder of the two. So uh, yeah, I was trying to pattern it after the Gillette blue tip, red tip razors, super speed razors, where the blue tip is mild and the red tip is more aggressive. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But uh, still, uh, two great razors. Aluminum razors, again, that shave really, really well. Uh, and they are lightweight. And again, the, the razor head does all the work. So uh, yeah, thanks for that, Physics 072. And my apologies for um, n- not being more specific in referring to the Henson razors. Uh, I have to get into the habit of calling them by what they are branded currently as AL13 and AL13M. Uh, Keith Osmond wrote, regarding this morning's blooming ideas, I usually scoop the soap into the bowl, spread it out thin, and add a few drops of water to bloom it there so the soap in the tub is unaffected. So my bloom water is already in the bowl when I'm ready to start. I usually use that as pre-shave but it could just as easily be left in to help the lathering process. Creating a lather from just the bloom water would mean blooming the tub, then pouring the water off. If you do this time after time, it seems to me you'd just eventually leach out the best material from the soap at the top with diminishing returns. Just my thought, maybe a soap maker could comment Uh, absolutely very thoughtful and insightful comment, Keith. Thanks very, very much. Again, we've been talking about just using bloom water to build your lather. This was a shaving tip we got. Keith, (laughs) you make a good point. You really, really do. And also, I like scooping. I like the point about scooping, putting in your bowl, adding hot water to it, letting it bloom that way, and then using that as a pre-shave or just leaving it there and building your lather from there. That makes some sense too. Uh, Thomas Beaton wrote, uh, I know my lather is ready when the peak gets the DQ curl. Now this is in regards to something we talked about on the Monday Morning Mailbag. When do you know your lather is ready? Uh, Is it by the shine that it has uh, or is it by the peaks that you get? Thomas writes here, I know my lather is ready when the peak gets the DQ curl. When the peak rolls over and connects with itself, I know it's ready. Only exception for me is glycerin soaps, such as mama bear soap. I find they perform better for me when they are a little drier. I stop just shy of the peak flopping over, and that's when I know those types of soaps 
are ready to go. Hey, thanks very much for that, Thomas. Really do appreciate it. Uh, I'm not quite the DQ DQ peak flop over. Mine's mine are a little more upright. That's kind of when I know my lather is is ready to go. Maybe I should really shoot for that DQ curl flopping over and connecting to itself. <laughs> That's a really good way of of um, uh, gauging when your lather is ready to go. Thanks again for that, Thomas. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Charles Price wrote, uh, Morning, Mark. Last night I tried the Bloom Water Only Lather with Sterling Spice. I use this soap because I know exactly how it performs. The Bloom Water Lather looked great and painted on nicely. Um, halfway through the first pass, it started to dissipate and get dry. It also seemed to lack some slickness. Slickness is key since I was using a straight razor. Oh yeah, I've heard this. This is what I've heard from Charles and from other some other straight razor shavers. You want as slick a lather as possible when doing uh, the straight razor shave. Uh, so he goes on here. Slickness is key since I was using a straight razor. I would be interested to hear other viewers' experiences and I will try it again with other soaps. After three swirls of the brush in the tub and a quick trip around the lathering bowl, I had a great shave like Sterling is known for. So maybe the bloom water plus a little extra is the formula? Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, it could be. Uh, as, as we heard earlier here from uh, Keith Osmond, you know, he's scooping, putting it in the bowl, adding some water to bloom it, and, and you could kind of use that just to go ahead and build your lather. You've got the bloom water in there, you've got the soap. Ready to go? Yeah. So maybe that's it, Chuck. Maybe that's the, the formula. A little bit of bloom water and then add a little bit of soap to it. Uh, Ron Kearney. I believe that's how it's spelled. C-A-I-R-N-I-E. Kearney. Ron, correct me if I'm wrong uh, about the pronunciation of your last name. But I'm going to go with Kearney right now. If I'm wrong, please correct me. My apologies if I did get it incorrect. Uh, Ron Kearney writes, Hi Mark, regarding your item on buffer rings on today's Monday morning mailbag, I have a Rockwell success and have always used buffer rings with it. These do not cause any problem and it fits nicely between the raised areas of the plates. I use nylon washers sized M5 with 5.3 millimeter hole size. I purchased via eBay and they work just fine. I have attached details Below, he also sent along a link to this. Thanks very much for that. We were, this is in regards to a previous Monday morning mailbag where a viewer was saying that uh, he used an O-ring and the O-ring was kind of kicked on those rails that run along the uh, the plate of the Rockwell 6S or 6C, and that caused a little bit of imbalance to the uh, the blade inside the razor head. Uh, and Ron is saying that uh, he uses an M5 and it sits there very, very nicely in between those rails. So maybe the uh, previous viewer who mentioned this, you know, maybe he's got to get a slightly smaller diameter O-ring and it looks like the M5 will fit the bill. So thanks very much for that, Ron. Really do appreciate it. Stan Chapman wrote, this is what I do also. And as the OP stated, some soaps like glycerin based, this does not work well and leave it slightly drier. Another tip is when the soap looks more like melted ice cream instead of yogurt. I think it's better than trying to see the legendary sheen from light as some soaps do not sheen very well. Stan is uh, talking in regards to when you know your soap is ready to go and he's saying that he looks at peaks. That's when he <laughs> looks at peaks and that shine. 
doesn't really make it for him. And I think that's kind of true, too. Uh, some soaps might have different formulas where they're not going to give off that kind of sheen or shine, as you say. But, um, yeah, uh, the peaks. Uh, peaks is always a good indicator. Uh, thanks very much for that, Stan. Really do appreciate it. 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. Also commented on when a lather is ready to go. He wrote, lather is ready when it's wetter than a paste, shines, and has increased volume if using a bowl lather. The peakiness comes along with the preparation and a big range between soap to water ratio is allowed. This is something good to try measuring. Something I find is that once I guess the lather is ready, I can always add a little bit more water, but eventually if I keep doing that, lather becomes flowable. One would want a lather that one, is wetter than a paste, and two, does not yet flow if bowl is tilted at a steep angle. I agree with that. I have found with that honeycomb bowl that I have to hold it upright uh, when I start lathering it because it's a little too uh, a little too liquidy. Then all of a sudden, as that lather develops from all those little honeycomb pockets creating the resistance, as that lather develops in there, it becomes really, really nice and creamy and yogurty. And then I can hold it sideways, and it won't it won't uh, it won't flow out. It won't it won't dump out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree with that. Thanks very much for that. Ten fluid ounces, thirty minutes. Ken Frederick wrote, great show, Mark. There has been a lot of talk of the ever-growing selection of shaving brushes on the market these days, but let's not forget about Parker shave brushes. Always reliable and affordable. I feel like their brushes are very underrated. Take care. You know, this is something we're going to have to talk about in New Wet Shaving Gear regarding the Parker shave brushes. I don't have a Parker shave brush, but you know what? Let's put it out there to viewers out there. If you have a Parker shave brush and would like to contribute a mini review uh, about them for new wet shaving gear, please send me an email and let me know uh, how you like them, uh, how often you use them, uh, how long you've had them, uh, the softness, the backbone, uh, that sort of thing. Really would be interested in hearing about Parker uh, shave brushes. Ken, thanks very much for that. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Bill Murphy wrote the following regarding Wilkinson sword blades, the ones made in Germany. Uh, he wrote, uh, grade 3MB as usual, Mark, just to add my two cents on Wilkinson blades, as long as you are sure you are getting the ones made in Germany, they are great. I did order some of these from Amazon and they were packaged as Wilkinson Classic and I did not get such a great shave. If you look at the country of origin on the 100 pack, it states Germany. For me, the German ones are much smoother and efficient, but your mileage may vary. As for the Rockwell buffer ring, I use one on my 6S and 6C. I got buffer rings from Shave Nation and they fit perfectly and I have no problem with alignment. Just go to the Shave Nation site and search for nylon washers. A bag of five is $1.49 plus shipping. You may find something cheaper in your local hardware store. Someday I'm going to take the 40 minute drive to Shave Nation and see if I can meet Geo Fat Boy. Have a great week and keep cool. Hey, thanks very much for this, Bill. Really do appreciate it. Well, there you go again. Shave Nation has buffer rings that fit the Rockwell 6S and 6C. A bag of them are $1.49. Bill, thanks very much for that. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week.
Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, earlier in the show, we showed you the uh, new redesign of the Vikings Blade Chieftain Odin. Uh, the Chieftain, the Chieftain Odin have been uh, redesigned and tweaked a little bit to uh, be a little heavier, a little more compact, a little more maneuverable. This is the one that's going in the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway right there. My thanks again to the folks at Vikings Blade. But they also sent along uh, a Vikings Blade Chieftain to be reviewed. Here it is right here. Here's the new Vikings Blade Chieftain that we'll be using and reviewing. Now, I used this before cameras rolled for a shave, and I got an absolutely spectacular three-pass shave. It was beautiful. I used the Cube 2.0. I used Doppelganger Plum from Phoenix Shaving. Absolutely fantastic. And I got an absolutely, I had just a wonderful, wonderful shave. Absolutely beautiful. Now, let me show you uh, the difference between the Vikings Blade Chieftain and uh, the new Vikings Blade Chieftain and the Vikings Blade Chieftain that we all know and love right here, the original Vikings Blade Chieftain. Let me show it to you, the, the difference in size. And there is a difference in weight. Here is the new Chieftain right here. And again, I, I used this before cameras rolled. I shaved with it. It's absolutely wonderful. And you can see immediately that the razor head is a little more compact it has a little more of a slender look to it. And when you look at these side by side, on top of one another, you can see that the new Chieftain on the bottom there is also a little more compact. Now, the end tabs of the razor blade uh, are exposed a little bit in the razor head, as Eduardo Martinez had pointed out to us in a previous Monday morning mailbag. But they're not protruding so much as to get in the way. They, they, it's, it's minimal. The, the blade tab exposure is minimal. And uh, I had an absolutely fantastic shave with it. it the maneuverability up underneath the nose uh, to get up underneath the nostrils and get all those little bits, as you know, <laughs> in many of my reviews, I really go after those. Uh, and, uh, you know, the blade tab never once got in the way. I never felt as if I was going to tag myself with it at all. So it doesn't get in the way at all. It's very much in, in the tradition of the Gillette Super Speed, the way that uh, blade, the way those blade tabs are exposed. Kind of in that ballpark, maybe a little less, that sort of thing. But uh, absolutely a wonderful, wonderful shave with this new Vikings Blade Chieftain, this newer design. Really, really wonderful. So if you're looking for a great razor, uh, for a beginner or a seasoned wet shaver, check out the Vikings Blade Chieftain, the new design. Really is terrific. And I got to tell you, the shave of the new design is even better than the original Chieftain. The original Chieftain I love. I really do love. I really, really love it. But this new Chieftain, uh, you know what? The Vikings Blade, if they were going to make a razor better than the Chieftain, they're the ones who would do it. And they did it. They succeeded. This is really a terrific, terrific upgrade to this razor. The shave is absolutely wonderfully smooth. And as, as Eduardo Martinez mentioned, very, very efficient. So we will be reviewing this one very, very soon. And uh, you already saw the Odin, which they also very kindly sent along. We'll be reviewing that one as well. So we have the, uh, the new Vikings Blade Chieftain right here. And we're going to put this back into the box here. It's good and dried out. Don't worry. So I'll, <laughs> uh, I will, uh, 
you know what? I'll probably take it back out and put it on the razor stand. Their Admiral razor stand will let it dry out a little more, but I want to put it in there so it doesn't get in the way. And of course, they also sent along another Odin for me to review, and I will be doing that. That's this Odin here, but we also have the Odin here that we're going to be giving away, just so you know. So these are not going to uh, get, and here it is right here. So these two are not going to get mixed up. So don't worry about that. This one will be put aside uh, as soon as I'm done with this segment. Uh, in, in the uh, group of, uh, uh, in the area where I have all the prizes for the 10,000 subscriber prize, pack, prize package giveaway, but I just wanted to point out that, yeah, we'll be reviewing the Odin as well. Now, additionally, they also have uh, a variation. Well, they actually, not a variation. They have uh, an upgrade of sorts to the Chieftain Junior. Here's the Chieftain Junior. I love this. This is milder than the original Chieftain. Really, really terrific. This is a great razor for a beginner. Now, from what I understand, Vikings Blade discovered that a lot of lady shavers really like the Chieftain Junior. So they're rebranding it and marketing it towards lady shavers. And they're calling it the Eva. Now, I think I mistakenly called it last week the Athena. I don't know why I did that. My apologies to the folks at Vikings Blade. I was just a little bit of a brain hiccup, I guess. But it's called the Eva. And check out this color scheme right here. It's absolutely beautiful. And this comes with blades as well. So there are some blades in here. All right. But check that out. How about that? A beautiful rose gold. And you can see it's the same as the Chieftain Junior. Uh, there are some slight differences. The, the knurling pattern on here is slightly different. They added a little more, they added a little more micro knurling uh, to the channels here on that knurling to really ensure an even better grip. And you can kind of see, I don't know if you can see that. You can kind of see that right here up towards the, the neck of it. You can see that micro knurling there, okay? So the uh, Chieftain Junior does not have that micro knurling. And this micro knurling really does provide uh, some really, really nice grips. So they're marketing this towards lady wet shavers. However, uh, I got to tell you, this is a great beginner razor uh, for any wet shaver out there. It's absolutely great. This is great for men and women alike. Absolutely fantastic. I love the Chieftain Junior. And we're going to review this rose gold Eva shaver as well. We'll do a uh, face shave and uh, maybe even a head shave. Because you know what? I need a head shave here. So maybe we'll... Maybe we'll do uh, the first review of this as a head shave. As I recall, uh, this is mild enough. The Chieftain Junior was mild enough for a head shave. Uh, so yeah, absolutely beautiful. And the build quality on this is absolutely wonderful. Very, very solid. I mean, the doors close and everything stays in place. At least it did with the uh, Chieftain that uh, the, the Chieftain that I used before cameras rolled. The new design. The, the doors just remain closed, and I would expect uh, nothing less in the EVA. And I, and I um, also, using the Chieftain Junior, the doors have always remained nice and, nice and solid and secure and closed uh, throughout my shape. So, uh, you know, that's really another really, really big bonus and plus to uh, the twist open razors that Vikings Blade offers. So really, uh, some great, great uh, new things happening uh, from Vikings Blade, uh, the uh, the Chieftain redesign of the uh, original Chieftain and the Chieftain Odin, and a rebranding and remarketing, and a little bit of a design change to the handle and the knurling of the Chieftain Junior, now known as the Eva. 
Uh, we're going to get a review done on all of these. Again, Shave with the Chieftain, the new Chieftain before cameras rolled. Really, really impressed with it. As you know, Chieftain, the original Chieftain, was the razor that brought me back to the traditional wet shave. I love this. But I got to tell you, this new, this new Chieftain is really, really very, very good. I absolutely, I absolutely love the additional weight. And the fact that the end tabs are exposed a little bit does not, it's not a deal breaker at all. It does not get in the way. So uh, makes it even more maneuverable. Uh, so very smooth, very, very efficient. Just an absolutely wonderful three-pass, yeah, BBS shave. No kidding. From the, uh, the new Chieftain uh, from Vikings Blade. So check them out. We'll have links below to the Chieftain, the Chieftain Odin, and also the Eva from Vikings Blade. My thanks again to everyone at Vikings Blade for all the support that they've given the channel over the years, for contributing to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway, and for sending these razors along and allowing me to share them with all the viewers out there. Uh, Vikings Blade, everyone at Vikings Blade, thank you very, very much. Mark Bagwell sent in this review of a new shave soap. Well, it's new to me, and I'm sure it's going to be new to a lot of viewers out there. And he writes, review of Antigua Barbiera de Barro shaving soap. And please don't ask me <laughs> how to pronounce it because I have no clue, but I can talk to you about its performance. Simply put, it's outstanding. Let's begin with the presentation. It's a hard soap that is packed into a thick glass jar that looks outstanding on any countertop. And the soap lathers easily with either synthetics or natural hair as long as you don't drown it. The water to soap ratio is critical and you'll end up with a soup filled with bubbles. Get the ratio right and you'll be rewarded with a really slick lather that will leave your face feeling great after the shave. The soap is lightly scented. They claim it's supposed to remind you of the Portuguese countryside, but I've never been to Portugal, so I'll have to take their word on it. To sum it up, I really like this soap. There are several places to purchase their soaps and creams, but I purchased mine from Bull Goose's website. I'll post the web address so you can check them out. We'll have that website below, that, that uh, specific uh, web address below where you can get, Now I'm going to try it again here. I'm not sure if I can get it. Uh, Antigua Barbiera de Barro Shaving Soap. Uh, and uh, I think that's pretty close. <laughs> I'm not sure. I do not speak Portuguese. Uh, but uh, Mark, an absolutely wonderful review on this shaving soap. Love the fact that it's in a glass jar and you can just kind of load your brush from that. That's a really, really neat touch. So folks, check it out again We'll have the web address below where you can find it at Bulgoo Shaving. Mark, thanks very much for another really wonderful review. Well, viewer Wally Pankowski checked in with a review of the Lambda Aries V2 Razor. And Wally wrote, Mark, today was my first shave and I was really excited to start. I had three days growth, albeit not long or coarse. I used the Persona Blue first use. My reaction after starting at the cap and rotating downward was that I forgot the blade. Knowing better, I continued with the shave but decided to press a bit harder. I know that many on the B&B &B site claim that the razor is magical, 
given its zero blade feel and very low gap. But you are all wrong. This razor and its creator, Theodore's, are supernatural and Theo is a wizard. Couple of notes. You know that I am a relatively new wet shaver. I was using the Blackbird Titanium SB, which is a wonderful tool. I used a steep angle with the Blackbird, but knew that I wouldn't do that with the Aries. So I started the cap and kept a shallow angle. For those of you that have not yet used the Aries or bought it, you are really missing an experience. But beware, the darn thing is so smooth and comfortable, you will forget that it is very efficient. Don't do as I did, overdress the razor. Let the razor weight do the work. Yet, with that being said, no nicks, cuts, or aftershave abrasions. The only razor report was when I used the alum block. There has been some discussion about the sharp teeth and the sharp edge of the base plate. Those issues are correct, yet as far as impacting my shave, they were a non-factor. I didn't even realize they were sharp. Proviso, if you decide to use a steep angle, you will feel the teeth. Your mileage may vary. All in all, my first shave with the Aries, it was wonderful. I will adjust a couple of things and the following shaves will be perfect. This is absolutely worth the extra few dollars to own. I have seen several posts saying that if you have the Aries, you probably don't need the Athena, laugh out loud. I'm getting that, I'm getting that sucker as soon as I can. These razors could be the grail for me. Time will tell. Wally. Wally, thanks for a really, really great review on the Lambda Aries version 2. These come all the way from Greece. And I believe, uh, if I recall correctly, Wally was also saying that, you know, you got to get them right away because once they go on sale, they get snapped up. Correct me if I'm wrong, Wally, or if any of you others out there have the Lambda Aries 2 V2, let us know. Uh, the demand on these. I believe the demand is very, very high. And once, they, once they're up for sale, they, they sell out very, very quickly. I think uh, the gentleman who makes these only makes about 50 at a time, I think is what Wally was telling me. And uh, once he puts them on sale, boom, they go really, really fast. So if you're looking for one of these, you know, you know be vigilant because once they go on sale, they will sell out as I recall. Correct me if I'm wrong, folks, but that's how I recall it. Wally, thanks for a really, really terrific review on the Lambda Aries V2 Razor. Well, this is from viewer Alex Lopez. He very, very kindly sent along some razor blades that I've never heard of before. Want to share them with you. Maybe you've used them before. If you have, please comment below. Let us know. Here they are right here, the Persona Edison razor blades. These are made in Israel and a lot of great razor blades come out of Israel. The Persona Reds, I believe, came out of Israel. And I also think a variation of Persona Blues were also made in Israel. But uh, these Edison, these Persona Edisons are made in Israel. And here's what Alex had to say in a letter to me. He said, uh, Persona Edison made in Israel. Super sharp, but extremely smooth. I used them for about six weeks with various razors and never once got a bad shave. There you go, folks. Yeah, as I say, uh, the razor blades coming out of Israel are very, very good. And I think most of them are the Persona brand. 
And I'm really looking forward to trying these because, as I say, I have used some of the Persona razor blades that have come out of Israel, and they are very, very good. So I'm expecting great things from these blades. And already Alex is confirming that these are just terrific, and he never got a bad shave with them. So uh, the Edison... Uh, the Persona Edison made in Israel. If you've used these before, please comment below and let us know. I'm looking forward to uh, reviewing these and using them in a wide variety of the razors in my shaved in. Uh, really, really excited about these. Alex, thanks very, very much for sending these along. Really do appreciate it. Again, folks, if you have used the Persona Edison razor blade, comment below. Let us know what your experience uh, was with them or is with them. And uh, again, first time I've ever heard about the Persona Edison. Uh, again, really excited to use them because uh, I have used the various Persona razor blades manufactured in Israel, and they are very, very good, absolutely top-notch. So really looking forward to uh, using these and reviewing them. Alex, thanks again very, very much. Well, we have a new razor in the shave den, and it comes courtesy of Andy Amaya and the Wet Shaving Store. Here it is, folks. This is the Mosai Mono Single Edge Injector Razor in 316L Stainless Steel. How about that? Is that gorgeous? Absolutely fantastic. And if it looks familiar to you, yeah, it's very, very similar to the Supply Injector Razor. Uh, we'll get to all the differences between uh, the two razors, but suffice it to say, this is a very, very well-made, robust, heavier razor than the standard Supply Razor. This weighs in at about 3.96 ounces, almost four ounces, and the handle is a little bit longer. Here is, I'll show you the stainless steel Mosai Mono injector razor right here, and here is the Supply SE razor next to it. You can see that handle is slightly longer, and of course, it is heavier. The standard SE razor from Supply is about 3.19 ounces on my scale, and again, on my scale, the uh, Mosai uh, Mono weighs about 3.96 ounces, four ounces for all practical purposes. Really, really a lot of weight there. And you do have to, <clears throat> just like we mentioned earlier in the show about changing up your technique a little bit because of the weight of the razor. Yeah, you do have to change it up a little bit because of the, the added weight to this. Uh, but let the weight of the razor do all the work, 15 degree angle, and you get some really, really spectacular, spectacular shaves. Now, the presentation is really, really wonderful. It comes in a beautiful box like this, and it says Mosai on it. It's known as the Mosai Mano. And when you open it up, there is some information, and I believe most of it is in Mandarin, to be perfectly honest with you. And they're showing two plates there in the instructions. It ships with one stainless steel base plate that I have on the razor here, and also a plastic, somewhat open comb base plate right here. Andy and I were uh, talking about this, and we thought maybe that was for shipping purposes. And Andy double-checked with them and said, no, you can actually shave with this plastic base plate. And here's what they have to say about it. Uh, the plastic bottom plate that comes with the razor. We've introduced a new design for this version. The bottom plate's design has been adjusted to reduce the razor's aggressiveness, specifically catering to users who are new to using a mono edge. This modification aims to offer them a less intense shaving experience initially, making it easier for them to get accustomed to using a mono razor. 
Once they become familiar with it, they may find the transition to the metal bottom plate more comfortable. The material of the bottom plate. The metal version of the bottom plate can be found in the second layer of the package positioned alongside the knife loader. Now by knife loader, they're talking about the blade, blade pack with injector key. This razor from the wet shaving store does not ship with a blade pack and injector key, but you can use chick injector uh, razor blades. You can also use, believe it or not, you can also use the uh, supply uh, injector. I was able to, well, I'll show you right here. I was able to insert the, uh, the key right into the, uh, the head of this razor like that. See that? It fits right in there and it's going to inject that blade right in there. Very, very similar to the supply razor design. Now I haven't injected a blade into this razor blade, into this razor just yet because I want to use the uh, original blade that came with the razor. It was already installed with the uh, plastic plate. That's how it shipped. That's why we were thinking that maybe this plate was nothing more than uh, a something in place for shipping purposes. Now, you can actually use this to shave with, this plastic plate right here, and you'll get a milder shave. Now, the shave with this, I had a shave with this the other day. Very, very good. Again, a little heavier, you have to adjust your technique for the weight uh, versus, say, the supply, which is a little lighter in weight. Uh, but uh, a very, very good shave. Now, this impresses me as uh, similar to when the Supply Razor originally launched, it came with three different uh, base plates with different levels of aggression. Uh, I happen to have a Supply Stainless Steel Razor here, and the weight of this is 3.77 ounces, just to give you an idea of how this, this stainless steel version of the Supply Razor stacks up against the mono uh, weight-wise. However, again, uh, when the uh, supply razor first launched, whether it was stainless, chrome, brushed chrome, that sort of thing, you got three different base plates with three different levels of aggression. And they were uh, indicated by the number of dots on the base plate. So you had a mild base plate, which is what I have installed right here that had a single dot on the bottom of it. Uh, and then you had a comfortable or mid uh, mid-range base plate that had two dots, and here are the two dots right here. You can see those two dots right there. And then you had an aggressive plate, which was three dots right there. Okay, so I've shaved with, uh, with the uh, two dots and the three dots and the single dot. And I have found that uh, the mono razor is comparable. This base plate as far as I can recall, and I should really do a side-by-side -side comparison to be completely accurate on this, but my initial finding was, because I shaved with this the other day, my initial finding is that this plate on the mono is very similar to the comfortable plate, the two-dot plate from the original uh, supply razor. Uh, that's the impression I got. I was able to do three passes with this razor. Very, very comfortable. Couple of small micro nicks that closed up with cold water and an Allen block. You know, really, really nothing to be worried about. So for all practical purposes, no nicks, no cuts, no irritation. A really, really wonderful, wonderful shave. Uh, again, the handle is longer. It's quite similar to the supply handle. Uh, the supply handle has uh, this channel cut into the inside, whereas this handle here is solid. The face of it is very, very solid. But it still has the same kind of feel as the supply 
uh, razor. Uh, the shave was close and smooth. Now, they're saying that uh, you get one razor blade shipped with this razor. You're not going to get a cartridge or a blade pack with injector keys. You're not going to get that when you buy a mono. You're going to get a single blade that comes with the razor. Now, the blade that comes loaded with this, the folks at Mosai are saying will last for 20 shaves. Now, that might also have something to do with quality of shave I got because I think maybe they're they're preferring to have longevity in their blades rather than extra smoothness. That's my thought. I'm thinking that if you put in the black label blades from uh, Supply or even the, the Schick uh, Pro-Line blades, the B20 Pro-Line blades, you're going to get a really, really outstanding shave with this Mosai Mono Razor. The, uh, the blade that comes with it, they say you're going to get 20 shaves, which tells me it's not as smooth as some of the other injector razor blades out there. But it, it does a nice job, and I got a really, really nice shave. I got a BBS shave after three passes. Really, really terrific. And the extra length of the handle, I think a lot of folks out there uh, will, will like that a lot if you have larger hands. And uh, it really was a really terrific, terrific shave. Now, we're going to get a review done on this because uh, <laughs> I really want to use it again. I got such an outstanding shave. So again, uh, it's just another option in the wet shaving world. This is in stainless steel. And uh, I'm not sure if Supply offers their stainless steel razor anymore. So if you missed out on getting a Supply stainless steel uh, razor, uh, know that this uh, Mosai Mono is available from the wet shaving store. It really is very, very good. It gave a really wonderful uh, shave with the grain, across the grain, and against the grain. Three passes. Very, very solid. Very, very robustly built. I mean, very solid. I mean, this is solid 316L stainless steel. 100% stainless steel, including this base plate. This base plate is stainless steel. And of course, the exception here is the um, milder base plate that they have which is made out of plastic. Who knows, maybe they'll offer this uh, milder plate in stainless steel as well, and you'll be able to buy something like that down the road. So that's from the Wet Shaving Store. It's available right now, and I believe it's exclusive to the Wet Shaving Store. My thanks to Andy Amaya and the Wet Shaving Store for sending this along and allowing me to share with all the viewers out there. We're going to get a review done on this. Again, I've had a shave with it. It was really, really good. Very, very good. Again, uh, I would say that it's equivalent to the supply comfortable plate uh, that they had with their original razors. So yeah, there is a little bit, there is a little bit of aggression to it, which is why I think they offered this milder plastic plate. We're going to review both of them. Uh, but uh, yeah, my initial thought is, it's equivalent to the two-dot comfortable plate. Uh, maybe when I do side-by-side, -side, I'll find out that maybe it's a little more aggressive than that. Maybe it's a three-dot. Uh, uh, maybe it's comparable to the three-dot plate from Supply, or maybe somewhere in between the two-dot and the three-dot. I don't know. But I had a three-pass shave, and uh, the Allen block did not sting at all. Maybe a little zing here and there, but uh, yeah, that's why I think it's comparable to that comfortable plate. Uh, really, really terrific, terrific razor. Uh, handled well. Heavier 
adjust for that extra weight. 15 degrees, let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. And it looks like you're going to be able to use a wide variety of injector razor blades in it from the standard Schick to the top shelf Schick, like the uh, Proline, to uh, the supply uh, black label and white label blades. So uh, you have a great choice of razor blades to use in this that I think will uh, you know, smooth out that shave for you because their blade in there uh, offers more longevity uh, than it does smoothness, just so you know. But still, it delivered a really, really nice shave. So it really does have a lot of potential for delivering smooth shaves with an upgrade in the blade. My thanks again to Andy Amaya and everyone at the Wet Shaving Store for sending this along and allowing me to share it with all the viewers. Really, really do appreciate it. Available now, we'll have links below the Mosai Mono Single Edge Injector Razor in 316L Stainless Steel. Thank you again, Andy, and everyone at the Wet Shaving Store. Viewer James Sefton checked in and he wrote, I don't hear much about Henry Cavendish soap but I recently got some and it's a really great soap and it melts really well, just like Colonel Conk used to. Just something I would pass along. Hope you have a great day and thanks again for all the great information and keep up the great videos, James Sefton. Well, this is a glycerin soap, just like Colonel Conk used to be. Uh, as you may recall, we've been talking about Colonel Conk perhaps probably phasing out their glycerin shave soaps in favor of a new formula. Uh, that's my understanding. Now, if anyone out there knows, has an update on that, please comment below and let us know. But our understanding is, is that these glycerin shave soaps from Colonel Conk are no longer available. And I guess whatever's in stock on Amazon, once it's gone, it's gone. That's my understanding. Well, James uh, found that Henry Cavendish is a glycerin soap like Colonel Conk, and it melts really, really well. As a matter of fact, when you go to their product page, they say 20 seconds in a microwave fits it to any size shaving mug. How about that? That's absolutely fantastic. Comes in a nice variety of scents, uh, made in America. Uh, and as they write here, American-made shaving soap easily creates rich lather. It lubricates razor for a slick, cushioned, and comfortable shave. Lather is long-lasting, unlike many shaving creams, foams, and gels, which dry out. Ladies love the addition of shea butter, which leaves skin feeling smooth and nicely moisturized, not oily. Won't dry or irritate your skin like many shaving soaps, and shaving creams, and gels do. Uh, they claim that the larger size will last three to six months. And uh, yeah, minimal scent, but a nice scent. I'm looking at eucalyptus mint. I'm thinking about getting that one because I think it'll go nice. It'll go well with uh, Parasso and Awesome Sauce from Phoenix Shaving, uh, those aftershave splashes, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to trying this. Now, uh, they have a 3.8 ounce puck. Uh, which goes for $14.74. So not as uh, cost-effective as Colonel Conk, which was like, gosh, I don't know, a couple of bucks for a two-ounce puck, something like that, if I recall correctly. And you can get like a pack of two, a pack of four, a pack of three, that sort of thing. But uh, still, $14.74 for 3.8 ounces of uh, a glycerin soap like this, that's pretty darn good. So I'm really looking forward to getting some of this and trying it. If you've used the Henry Cavendish 
shave soap, whether it's the eucalyptus mint or some of the other scents, please comment below and let us know. Nice to know that there is an alternative to Colonel Conk's glycerin soaps, which are being uh, phased out. So something you can get on Amazon. So really, really looking forward to trying this. Again, if you have uh, any uh, information on this or you've tried it, you've used it, uh, please comment below. Let us know what you think about it uh, because uh, I'm kind of excited. And uh, again, I'm looking at the eucalyptus mint. I think that'll go very, very well with some of the aftershave splashes I already have in the shave den. So James, thanks very, very much for sending this information along regarding Henry Cavendish shave soap. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Mark Bagwell dropped by again to let us know about Riva brushes. This is a review of Riva brushes from him, and he writes, Riva is an Italian brush maker and the brainchild of an artist named Walter. And his brush designs are absolute pieces of art. I own six of his brushes, and this one is my favorite. The brush is made from Italian heather briar wood combined with amber resin. The knot is a high-density silver tip with some of the softest tips I've ever experienced. If you want to check out the Reva brushes for yourself, then you'll find him on Etsy. But honestly, I'd swim to Italy to get a Reva brush. And yes, they are that good. I'll leave a link to his website, Mark. Hey, Mark, thanks very much. We will have the link below. Let me give it to you real quickly for those who are listening to the podcast. It's uh, www.etsy.com slash shop slash Reva Brushes Italy. Again, that's uh, www.etsy.com slash shop slash Reva Brushes Italy. Hey, Mark, thanks again for the review on Reva Brushes. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he wrote, Hi, Mark. A new shave bowl for me. I swore off buying any more bowls, but recently I was at my favorite Asian grocery and I spied a nice shave bowl candidate in the pottery dishware department. I talked myself out of it, but a couple of weeks later I was grocery shopping there and so what's another 10 bucks? It's a somewhat heavy bowl, heavy at the base, but sidewalls are thin. It's lightly textured inside and outside. It measures five inches across the top with vertical sidewalls. It's slightly more than two and a quarter inches from the bottom of the bowl chamber to the rim. I think these are pretty close to near perfect dimensions. It's not too heavy to be used in the hand. Pottery on the base holds heat well. So I run a partial sink of hot water, setting the bowl in it, and also filling the bowl temporarily to heat it up. It does a nice job of building lather without stressing my brushes. Hey, Rodney, thanks very, very much for the heads up on this. Looks like an absolutely beautiful shaving bowl for $10. If there's a brand name attached to it, please email to me and I'll share it with the viewers and maybe we can get a link to Amazon or some other online seller out there. Folks, there are some great deals on shaving bowls out there. You just have to look around. You never know where one is gonna turn up. Rodney found one at uh, his favorite Asian grocery store for only $10. Rodney, thanks very, very much for this. Really do appreciate it. Hey, one more reminder that Zach Norton 
has these 3D printed razor cases on his Etsy store. That would be Norton Custom Design. And he has a promotion going on until August 1st, 2023. That's tomorrow. Today's July 31st. So until August 1st, 2023, take 15% off when you use the code 3MBAG. That's the number three, capital M, capital B, capital A, capital G. 3MBAG. 15% off until August 1st. Use the code 3MBAG. Uh, again, Norton Custom Design, Etsy store, uh, being run by Zach Norton. Makes these beautiful 3D printed razor cases for the Henson razor and also for the Phoenix Shaving Ascension Select. Use the code 3MBAG for 15% off until August 1st. And that wraps up this week's new Wet Shaving Gear segment. Thanks very much to everyone that contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Viewer Jason Miller wrote the following. Hi, Mark. How y'all doing? My mom gave me a vintage razor my grandfather used to use. It was his only razor he ever bought till his death. Can you or anyone you know tell me the brand, type, and year? Now, before I was able to respond, Jason posted this question along with some pictures online, and he got some answers. I was going to recommend that he go to the Razor Emporium and check out their Gillette chart where you can find the date codes on your Gillette and match it up to the chart, and it will tell you what year it was uh, manufactured. Really, really wonderful, valuable resource that the Razor Emporium has up there. Anyhow, Jason wrote back and said, Hi, Mark. I posted the pictures, and all who replied said, Gillette Slim Adjustable 1968. I'm going to use it on August 4th, the day my grandfather passed away. Uh, Jason, absolutely wonderful to hear that you were able to identify the razor, but uh, really equally wonderful that you have your late grandfather's razor. Uh, it sounds like he got a lot of really wonderful shaves from it, and it sounds like you're going to get uh, many, many wonderful shaves uh, from that razor in the years to come. Absolutely wonderful. So great to hear that you have this wet shaving connection to your late grandfather. Absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. So thanks for filling us in on that. I'm glad you were able to identify the year that uh, it was manufactured. And again, just wonderful that you have your late grandfather's razor. Uh, thanks again, Jason. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Rob Bruno checked in with the following. Hi, Mark. Okay, I listened to the show in podcast form on my way to work. However, this morning's podcast opening was not funny. The audio of your new Keurig machine dripping into your mug had Mother Nature screaming at me. Please consider those stuck in traffic with nowhere to go. Laugh out loud. <laughs> That's very funny, Rob. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for listening to the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. That's very flattering. Uh, thanks for taking me along on your commute. And yeah, <laughs> sorry about the little bit of coffee torture there. Uh, with I know because I, I tried to have all, just enough sound in the background 
where it wouldn't drown out my vocal, but you could still hear that curd machine in the background. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure if you're stuck in traffic and you don't have a cup of coffee there, yeah, it would drive me crazy as well. <laughs> so thanks very much. That was very, very humorous. I appreciate that. Also, could you give us some origins about your cartoon, George? Uh, where did he come from? Why is his name George? Thanks, Rob in Las Vegas. Hey, yeah, you know what? Uh, this goes back to Ohio State University. Uh, when my uh, older brother Jim and my older brother Jim and Jay, uh, my two oldest brothers, Jim and Jay, were at Ohio State together, Jim got a, uh, a yellow Labrador. <laughs> got a yellow Labrador when he was at college. So he brought this puppy home, and, uh, you know, my father fell in love with the dog. And, uh, you know, the dog stayed at home, and Jim and Jay went back to college. My father said, no, don't take it back to college. Keep it here. And it became the family dog. And uh, the story goes that uh, my brother Jim named him, named him George after a professor that he wasn't too fond of. Uh, anyhow, about that time I was, you know, I had this interest in cartooning and I started drawing a cartoon character after this dog, uh, kind of a dumb dog, dumb puppy kind of character. And then when I attended Ohio State, I wanted to draw a comic strip for the school paper. So I took that character and I added some other little worm characters. I know it's... <laughs> That sounds kind of different. And I went down to the uh, school newspaper and, uh, you know, I asked them to run the comic strip. And the school newspaper really didn't have a, a comic strip. Lucky for me, uh, a guy named Brian Bassett, who was the uh, political cartoonist for the school newspaper. Let me back up. Brian Bassett was the son of Gene Bassett, uh, a, a nationally renowned uh, political cartoonist. And Brian was following in his dad's footsteps, and he became the, the, the political cartoonist for the Ohio State Lantern, the school newspaper. And uh, he saw my stuff, and he told the editor, why not give him a chance? And uh, I ended up drawing the comic strip for almost four years that I was there, five days a week. It was really a great, great experience. And I owe it all to uh, Brian Bassett because uh, he told uh, the folks on staff, hey, give him a chance. Why not? And uh, looking back, boy, I really, <laughs> I probably, yeah, you know, I look at those drawings and you were, you know, very, very, uh, how do I want to say it? Uh, not as refined as I would have liked to have, <laughs> as I would have liked to have been. I think there were a lot of people at that time that had a heck of a lot more talent than I did. But I guess I had more guts than talent, more guts than brains, and just kind of forged on. So that's kind of where it started. And after I graduated, I just went through the regular process of submitting uh, my, that comic strip and other comic strip ideas to a lot of newspaper syndicates. And uh, long story short, King Features took George for their weekly newspaper syndicate. So it was placed in a package with other comic strips and other feature uh, comic panels and puzzles and you know um you know advice columns and that sort of thing and they sold the package to weekly newspapers uh so it had a a coverage of about 1600 weekly newspapers but it was part of a package so there was really wasn't any guarantee that if it was sold to a newspaper if the package was sold to the newspaper that they would use my comic strip they might be using some other features but I was told by the folks at King Features that, no, yeah, it's very, very popular and has some very, very good coverage. So that's kind of the long and short of where it was, of, of how that all began. And then after King Features, I moved to a little syndicate called DBR. And then after that, tried to move everything online. And uh, I guess, you know, here I am today. But that's kind of it in a nutshell, Rob. 
So thanks very much for the for the question and allowing me to share the history, uh, my cartooning history with uh, with all the viewers out there. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Robert Ross checked in and he wrote, "Hi Mark, attached is a photo of what I call black magic. Black magic is designed to quote invoke those same spirits to produce beneficial outcomes for the practitioner unquote." Using the Carve Overlander on the left, Lothar Grooming in the center, and the Henson AL-13 on the right has dramatically improved my enjoyment of traditional wet shaving and has indeed gone on to, quote, produce beneficial outcomes for the practitioner, unquote. I bought the Carve Overlander in aluminum as a retirement gift to myself. It was purchased in part because of your rave review of the brass version. I officially retire on July 28th, so if this is featured on Monday Morning Mailbag, I will already be three days into my retirement journey. For the first week of retirement, we are doing a family trip to Whistler, British Columbia. In early September, I'm taking a week-long cruise to Alaska with my best friend leaving from the port of Vancouver. In October, I have my 40th reunion at the University of British Columbia, UBC. I graduated with a Bachelor of Commerce degree. As you can see, my retirement calendar is beginning to fill up. My wife is insanely jealous of my new status and will no doubt want me to work part-time <laughs> as a Walmart greeter until I stop breathing. No offense to Walmart greeters, by the way. Hope everything is going well in your world. Take care, Bob Ross. Bob, happy retirement. Enjoy these retirement years. You're going to have plenty of time to do the traditional wet shave. Sounds like you have an absolutely great setup. I'm so glad to hear that you like to carve Overlander. And again, safe journeys, happy retirement. Thanks very much for letting everyone know that uh, you got a great razor and you got a great retirement schedule ahead of you. Congratulations. Viewer David Dart checked in and he's discussing once again this new method of creating a lather just from bloom water alone. Now, he sent along a couple of photos, which is why we're showcasing his comments here. And uh, he writes the following, Mark, good afternoon. I have been obsessed with this way of making a lather. I tried it again using my Rockwell synthetic brush and Sterling's sharp dressed man. It worked really well. A soap would last a long, long time. You really gotta give it a go. This lather is from dumping the bloom water in the lathering bowl, not loading the brush. Have a great night and stay safe. Wow, David <laughs> has some really, really neat, neat, wonderful results. Amazing that that just came from the bloom water. Now, my one question is, how long are you uh, letting that uh, water bloom on that soap puck? Five minutes, 10 minutes? I mean, the equivalent of a hot shower, that sort of thing. You know, that's what I'm thinking. It's probably drinking a lot of that soap into that liquid mixture so that when you you dump it out, you probably got a really good soapy solution. So I'd be interested to know. So please comment below and let us know how long that water is sitting on top of that soap puck. Because I think that might be 
one of the key ingredients in this recipe. So thanks very much for sending along the photos and your comments regarding this, David. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.